her a text to figure out which oh, one you did. You probably could have texted me. No, I already. Oh, when I first this time. Yeah. Oh damn! I probably should have looked up what the numbers were. <laughs> Oops. Oh damn! I mean, I can just go for it. <laughs> I can, I'll go first. It's fine. I'm really afraid you're gonna I really thought this was gonna be a lot, and now mine's pretty short too. Which is we got some short stories for Good. everybody today. Hello. Hello. I'm Kennedy. Oh, I'm McKaylee. <laughs> Every time you say oh, do you think I'm going to introduce you? I just or? don't, I'm not really, I'm half paying attention. <laughs> I just feel like you're going to take it away and talk about something. And then... <laughs> I'll just make noises and yeah. people will know I'm here. Okay. The number 30 represents creative and social energies. I feel like we've got a lot of that. I feel like you you gotta be pretty social to talk about crime all the time, because otherwise you're just weird. Yeah, true. (laughs) Also, it resonates with optimism. I'm incredibly optimistic, honestly. I try. About this podcast, about life. No, I'm just kidding. As I just said, said, no one listens. listens. (laughs) Um, It also compromises the idea of tolerance. Interesting. I don't really know what they mean by that, but... See, if it has any biblical meaning. It's used to symbol a man's dedication to work or a certain task. Mm. It believes that a person is ready to start a career at the age of 30. So we're good. So we're good. Good. Okay, cool. I got We got plenty of years to figure it out. Okay. Well, today we are talking about haunted prisons i kennedy am speaking about <laughs> what i kennedy i didn't want them to forget who i was it sounded like your vows <laughs> i kennedy do vow <laughs> yeah. to try and do this story justice yes okay well i'm talking about the missouri state penitentiary i've been to one haunted penitentiary and it wasn't this one <laughs> It wasn't the one I'm going to talk about either. You didn't tell us any ghost stories when we were at the penitentiary. And apparently it's super haunted. That's annoying. I know. I'm still, I'm still very upset by our Traverse City State Hospital tour when he goes, you know it's how many ghosts I've seen? <laughs> Zero. And I said, that is not what I was looking for, sir. But I did like how he presented it. Because he didn't yeah. go, it's not haunted. He went, you know how many ghosts I've seen? Yeah, and we're like, all how like, many? Like, and he's like, not <laughs> Zero. He's all like trying to hype us up. (laughs) And he's like, let's go into the tunnels. Yeah. The Missouri State Penitentiary is a prison. (laughs) What? I know. You're kidding. (laughs) In Missouri. (laughs) What? (laughs) There's no way. I know. That's funny. It's in Jefferson City. And it operated from 1836 to 2004. um, And has been featured on Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures. Oh my gosh. I I think mine has also been featured on Ghost Hunters. Shut up. At least parts of it. Parts of it. (laughs) (gasps) That's the most text I've gotten all week. That was creepy. (laughs) Was it? I know. Me me getting a text (laughs) is very, very creepy. It's a hundred years older than Alcatraz. Wow. Yes. 
It was Missouri's primary maximum security institution. It Before it closed, it was the oldest operating penal facility west of the Mississippi. Hmm. I don't Good know, to know. I don't know what the oldest one was east of the Mississippi. I don't I'll, write, that. I'll write that down. <laughs> that Fun down. fact of the day. <laughs> For when Missouri State Penitentiary comes up. Did yeah. you know? Did you know? Uh, so it was at one point the largest penitentiary, and it housed up to 5,200 inmates at one point. Wow. Wait, 5,200. Wow. Did you have to look at how many were at your prison? Twice as big. As yours, or yours was twice as big? Yours is twice as big. I'm trying to think of... Actually, technically, yours is, like, way bigger, but I'll explain. I can't wait. I love, I love, I love the suspense. You know what? No, let's just go to your story. <laughs> I had to know now. All right, this is McKaylee. <laughs> so, James Ducana was allocated 25000 or 700000 to create this prison. Hmm. It opened it first opened on, in March of 1836. Prisoners were employed during the 1830s to like make bricks for the prison and build it. I don't I don't really know how to make a brick. So <laughs> yeah. And then also so they And then they used those bricks. They were like, "Hey, those prisons not built yet. Come hang out." And we're gonna force you to build. Where we're do you gonna, put them? We're gonna do arts and crafts and build. Where bricks. do you put them? And then in they're the like, time. surprise! <laughs> you also have to live here. And then <laughs> you thought you get to live in the house you built. Congratulations! Yeah. Hard work. Um. Initially, the population was one guard, one warden, fifteen prisoners, and a foreman. Mm. The foreman was for the brick-making process, <laughs> and it was so intensive, he actually had an assistant. <laughs> There's, oh, wow. So, like, uh, like, what is that? Like, They're building a prison for 15 people? There was, that there was more, there was as many people assigned to the brick-making as watching prisoners. Wow. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we gotta keep them, like, keep them busy <laughs> so they don't commit more crimes <laughs> right away, but we also gotta watch these bricks. We gotta watch the bricks. <laughs> in 1868, A Hall, or Housing Unit A, was finished. It housed inmates until the day it closed, like the prison closed. Um, it's been referred to as the bloodiest 27 acres in America for wow. a number of reasons. I know, I was surprised by that. I thought mine would be bloodier, but let's see. Really? <laughs> I, I, could, I couldn't find a lot. I was like, this is why it's the bloodiest acres. Like, <laughs> like there was a number of riots, deaths, murders within the prison, executions, and a lot of prisoners died while serving life sentences, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's okay. any prison. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they felt the need to point that out. <laughs> but I was like, maybe some prisoners died while serving life. <laughs> it's like, isn't that the point? <laughs> he was sentenced to life, and life he served. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so dramatic. The prison actually had, also, the hole, oh. which was... Ten underground cells that were completely cut off from daylight and fresh air. Nice. I read a book called The Blinding Absence of Light, mm-hmm. which you should read it if you're a books person, people. It was about, like, prisoners of war in, like, another country, and, he, like, they tried to kill the king or something, and it didn't go, so they got caught, and they had to live in, like, a prison. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it was only five foot, and most of them were over five foot, so, like, you had to, like, hunch over, uh, and they said, like, people just died, and they just got used, they never saw sunlight, and he's, like, you just basically got used to, like, the stench and no light, and God, that's all this stuff. It was, in the basement at my <laughs> that's basically what my job is. And, like, they got, like, moldy bread and stuff for food. And it, like, 
I remember reading I loved it but my friend was like this is really depressing like it was a super depressing book oh. but it like really spoke to like the test because it was like I think it was based on a true story mm-hmm. don't quote me on that but it was really interesting to see like it was like really was a testament to like what people can go through oh it's absolutely insane. to like yeah. sur- like I was like I'd be that person that died on like the third day they're like <laughs> like she's still she's fat like <laughs> she she didn't lose weight yet she just died <laughs> Like, that'd be me. So the fact that people, like, live in these conditions for, like, yeah. a year or longer, I'm like, I'm sorry. My, my great-grandpa was a prisoner of war during uh, World War II, and he was held by Nazis for a whole year. Like, it blows my mind. And they fed him sawdust. Oh, my God. Have you ever eaten, like, gotten a mouthful of sawdust? No. Oh. can't say that I have. <laughs> well, my dad, like, Doesn't cuts wood and stuff, and he, like, <laughs> sound appealing. I wouldn't want to eat it. No, <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. That's amazing. I didn't know that about you and your yeah, family. Yeah, he was um, he was a pilot and he was shot down. What? Mm-hmm. That's bananas. It's pretty crazy. He's still alive. 101, still kicking. <sighs> That's He's what... the one who lost his daughter. Oh my god, he's been through enough. Oh yeah, his life was crazy. In the basement, um, they would put their unruly or unstable prisoners. They'd just like drug them and leave them there. Hmm. As one does. They actually called the prisoners on there the bobbleheads because they were so drugged that they were just like, <gasps> oh, that is bobble. Oh, Isn't that horrible? Yeah. They say if you go down to this basement like this area, um, I think this is the hole they're referring to, you can still smell the body odor from the room. Like it just like permeated the room because it was so bad down there. Jesus. Nasty. Um, so they had some notable inmates. I didn't really know any of them, but oh, okay. That's a lie. I knew two of them. You might know more. Robert Berdella. Oh yeah, he was a school. No, (laughs) he was a serial killer, a torturer, and a rapist. So that's why I thought maybe I know. Great titles. Emma Goldman, who was an um, anarchist. Mm -hmm. Kate Richards O'Hare, who is um, incarcerated for anti-war speeches. I just like the like wow, the rape and murder. Yeah, anti-war speech. (laughs) Throw her in with the rest of them. Pretty Boy Floyd. Yes. Okay. Yes. He was a famous gangster in mm-hmm. for robbery. Sonny Liston, who was a boxer incarcerated for a number of charges. Hmm. Carl Hall and Bonnie Heady, who abducted and burned a child. Jesus Christ. Yeah. James Earl Ray was here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And then Charles Ray Hatcher, who was a serial killer, which... Hatcher. Great name for his So, a famous riot that happened happened on September 22nd, 1954. Mm. It started when two inmates faked an illness and then ambushed the guard when he came in and took the guard's keys. They then proceeded to release all the other inmates. In the end, Missouri State Highway Patrol, the Missouri National Guard, and police departments from Jefferson City, St. Louis, and Kansas were all called in to deal with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Inmates had entered the dining hall, destroyed windows, chairs, and others proceeded to go into the prison shops and just set everything on fire. Oh. In the end, four inmates died, 50 were injured, one attempted suicide while this was all going on. It's like a really odd time to... <laughs> to, to, to no one's noticing that. now. Um, one inmate was actually tortured and murdered by other prisoners. Like, I'm, y'all need to sort out your priorities. He's like... This whole riot's going on. He's like, you know what I want to do? Let's go. Mm, let's find someone to torture and then murder. Five guards were injured and six buildings were burned. 
They had estimated damages of about $5 million. Okay. I don't know if that's today's money or the money in 1954, but either way, that's a lot of money. Oh, that's a lot. They also had death row here. From 1938 to 1965, 39 prisoners were executed in their gas chambers, and then they had public hangings. So the last execution to take place here was the first execution by means of lethal injection. In April of 1989, 70 death row inmates were moved from here to Potosi. Potosi? Sounds good to me. I don't know how Missourians. I don't even know what their name is. Missourians. Missourians. Is that what you guys are called? If you're from Missouri, better let us know. Missourites. Missourites. Misseries? Like, what are you? Misseries. Misseries. So, um, there was a few escaped attempts. So, I wrote these down for you. Because I love... I love... Escape attempts. So, an escaped inmate in the late 1800s stole someone's horse to get away. It's a good way to go. I know. In 1870, a group of escapees just jumped on a freight train. Two prisoners complained about their leg shackles. And so, the officer moved it um, to their wrist. But it was over their coat. So, they just went to the bathroom and like pulled their arms out. Because it wasn't tight enough. And then escaped out the window. Four inmates attempted to escape. And in doing so shot three men, two of whom they killed. They blew the lock off the main gate. It was like, blew it up. Mm. One escapee was shot on the run to the train station, and the three remaining men stole a wagon, and they actually, they like ended up catching them, and they were hung in 1907. Mm. Uh, One prisoner took a 16-foot scantling across the yard, climbed over the wall, and then jumped down, like jumped off of the wall, and he earned himself the human fly because he didn't die <sighs> after he jumped 16 feet or he didn't, like, get hurt. It's wild. It was at least 16 feet because he's just standing. At least. At least 16 feet of a jump. Two men in 1926 escaped by going down the river. One of them jumped on ice, um, or on the ice blocks, and the other tried to swim before he ended up grabbing onto one of the ice blocks. They floated down the river while the officers were chasing them, like, along the riverbed. <laughs> and, um... The ice eventually swept to the side of the cops around so they could arrest John Bully. <laughs> I love that. Um, in 1924, Robert Hope was sent to clean out a 16-inch sewer pipe, and he just climbed through it and laughed like he like, shimmed oh. his way through it and it escaped. James Earl Ray hid in a large box in the prison bakery that was taken from the prison. Like, they took the box out <laughs> of the prison. Um, he later broke out and went to assassinate MLK Jr. Like, oh. he broke out of here and went and assassinated him. That's wild. wild. Um, on September, I, I did not know that either. On September fifteenth, two thousand four, the penitentiary closed and the new Jefferson City Correctional Center was opened. Hmm. All right, there's not as many ghosts as I hope, but there. I feel like that's how all I like. I love ghost stories. Yeah. And like haunted places, like I like when we do those episodes. But then it just stinks so much because it's like there's never that much out there. There's never either enough ghosts or enough history. Right. Right. Sometimes you get the mother other. load, you're like, holy hell. Yeah. Like, if we would have done, like, Alcatraz or um, Eastern State Penitentiary, probably. Alcatraz was my backup. I, I looked at <laughs> both of those, and I was like, they're too popular. Yeah. That I was like, I kind of want to look into something else. Yeah. So. I actually don't know that much about Alcatraz. So, like, that would have been fun. I know, just, like, from what I've heard in podcasts yeah. and stuff. But. All right. So, security and maintenance have obviously reported cell doors slamming shut when nobody's around. You got your usual disembodied voices oh, okay. in cold spots. 
Um, people also have orbs in their photos a lot and just see general apparitions. That would um, be fun. <laughs> the, the usual. Yeah. Um, people smell cigarette smoke when no one's smoking. Oh. And they hear growls coming from the basement where the hole is. Ooh. Yeah. That's... Don't like what that. The hell is that? <laughs> that's a demon. That's a demon. That's not a prisoner. That's, that is not a prisoner. That's that was the, the that was the gateway to hell, and one of the prisoners yeah. opened it. Unless the prisoner's like half bear or something. <laughs> they were a demon, and then the demon died in the prisoner and stuck there. Jeez. Voices will just talk to people when they see them. Like they'll make conversation with people, or they'll talk to other voices. Like disembodied voices will have, conversations. Just have conversations. Um, they say sometimes it sounds like a ghost is walking down the hall and checking the different cells, like a guard. Like a guard. Mm-hmm. Why would he want to stay? Well, I think there was a guard, like, that, oh, there was guards that died in the riot. Um, so several ghost hunting groups have recorded EVPs, um, and one psychic, psychic even entered the building, shuddered, and went outside, and they asked why she left. She said that there was a negative energy so depressing that she felt so overwhelmed she couldn't be in the building. Mm. That makes me sad. That's real spooky. I don't like sad ones. Yeah. Really sad. We probably should stop choosing sad. But she just said negative energy, right? She, a negative energy is so depressing. Oh, okay, okay. I'm assuming Because I thought maybe... I thought you just said just negative energy. And I was like, that could be like some demons. That's true, yeah. You can see ghosts pacing between cells at the end of hallways. Probably a guard. Fun. Uh, fun, fun. In cell 48, a girl took a picture, and next to her friend was a human figure. It happened in the cell where an inmate who is known for snitching was bludgeoned to death with a sledgehammer during the riot. While investigating the cell, people heard disembodied voices. They felt someone breathing down their neck mm-hmm. and even had spikes on their EMF readers. They, everyone, people say that they experience a heavy feeling when they walk into the room. But, um, so in the picture, I'll post it, but it, it's like, you know, the cells, like the three, you can see three of them and there's a person and then like, it's very clearly a person with like a messed up hairstyle, but they're like lighter and like washed out and it's like gray. It almost looks like maybe a lady just kind of like walked in the middle of the picture, you know? Yeah. And it's like, she's dressed up for some reason. When you look at it like this though, it looks really creepy because it looks like that's like an eye. Yeah. The hair's like this. The hair's over the eye. And, like, got in your picture, and it was yeah. just, like, the back of my head kind of, like, spinning a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but they swear nobody was there when they took the picture. Um, <laughs> Weird. They also say that um, when people walk into this room, they get dizzy and anxious, and they feel like they're carrying a backpack full of bricks. Maybe it was one of the brick builders. Very specific. <laughs> yeah. It was they're the, like, you're going to feel my pain. It was the brick builder's assistant. <laughs> Um, like I hated this. Song. He's like, you know what? You have to carry the bag back around. Your turn. When Ghost Adventures was investigating, someone walked into the room and turned to see something rushing towards them, mm-hmm. and they knocked into someone. Like the the thing rushing, like ran into someone. Oh jeez. So in cell eighty five, it, it's said to be one of the most haunted cells in the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, people say that they see someone walking around in there, mm-hmm. and. A man, when it was open still, a man who was put in that cell was woken up every night to a ghost. Uh. Um, after, like, an, another prisoner had left, like, a woman had left. And this ghost is frequently referred to as the Grey Lady. Good name. S- people Good see name. people walking around on the catwalks, just walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, a female ghost in vintage clothing is seen. Mm-hmm. A man is seen in his old prison uniform leaning on a fence in the area. Uh, some people have seen and heard children and have even seen a dog. Locking up a tour guide left a room and then came back and every door was open. Ooh. It happens every time. Yeah. But they named the ghost Fast Jack. 
so quick. He's so fast, you don't even see him. So Fast Jack is actually seen wearing a white lab coat and carrying a clipboard. And people think he worked in the radio department. And he's seen in the hallways connecting different buildings. And he'll appear and then go through walls and just, like, vanish. I don't know why, but it made me think of, like, Spongebob when he's... (laughs) Sorry, the episode where they're, like, the superheroes or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then he goes... You want to see me? You want to see me run to that thing in bag? You want to see me do it again? again? <laughs> That's fast, Jack. Yeah. And that is the story and the ghost that I could find of the Missouri State Penitentiary. Very spooky. Spooky. Where is Missouri? <laughs> Isn't Sorry. it um, under Iowa? Okay. Minnesota, Iowa, house? Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana. My house. Okay. I Sorry. Think. My colors in my house are so cute. I just, I just remember. <laughs> like, I just noticed it. I've just been sitting here staring at the wall and I thought about it. It's my mom's favorite color. It's the color of my mom's favorite ice cream from Baskin Robbins. Oh, that's funny. Yep. What a great fact. I'm gonna. Second fun fact of the day about my mother. If anyone's. Keep that one. What her favorite ice cream is. It looks like my house. I don't know the name of it and you don't know what my house looks like. But uh, that's it. But that's the one. That's, that's my fun fact about it's my mother this week. Okay. Um. I'm Kaylee. <laughs> I don't deserve this. <laughs> I'm eating roasted dudes. Okay. The West Virginia Penitentiary in West Virginia. <laughs> is John! It <laughs> I said it's a penitentiary, oh. didn't I? No, I think it's oh. It was open in 1876, so a little later than yours. It was originally built for 480 prisoners. Okay. Um, How many did they put in there? Well, by the <laughs> 1930s, it housed 2,400. <laughs> what? That's six times the maximum capacity. At okay, times, not six, but. <laughs> at times, they would have five three times. prisoners to one five by seven cell. Shut up. Yes. That's smaller than my dorm room was in college. Yeah. And I only have one of me. Yeah. You were there. You've seen You'd those be dorms. laying on top of each other. I'd be like, if you breathe near me one more time, one more, I'm gonna get that life sentence. I swear to God. I'm surprised there weren't more homicides. <laughs> I'm surprised there weren't more homicides. So in 1929, the construction began to expand. Um, Good. It was not completed until 1959 because there was a shortage of iron due to the war. Um, and in 1986, the West Virginia Supreme Court ruled small cells cruel and unusual punishment. Did they? Did they? It took yes. them that long. And they ordered the prison to close. Yeah, it did take. It took about 30 years. Or, well, yeah. It took a hot day for fine. them to make a decision. It's fine. And then, another nine years, 1995, that was when the last prisoners were transferred out. It took them a while. So it took them a while. They're really taking their sweet time. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, of course, with, like, haunted prisons, there has to be a little bit of violent history. Does there? So, a little bit about that uh, violent history. So, in the 1800s, the penitentiary had took over all executions for the state. The whole state? Yes. 85 men were hung and nine were electrocuted. Oh, my God. Um... In 1886, prison officials were exposed for hiding whips and other weapons of punishment oh, yeah. from state inspectors. Oh but my God. after there was like a super superintendent, and after he reti- like resigned, he did like a tell-all interview with the Inquirer 
uh, to expose all the violence and torture. I was thinking, okay. like, isn't the Inquirer, like, isn't that, like, a... I thought that was a Not fake a trusted thing. news source? No, it's not, but when I heard it, I thought so it was, like, a fake thing made on Disney Channel. could be a lie. Yeah. No, I don't know why I thought that was the fake name of it, but, yeah, like, it no, is. It's, it's yeah, not, like, like, known as a... We are not saying the Inquirer is not mm-hmm. reputable. Yes, please don't sue us. We don't know, because <laughs> we don't work there. This is what we've heard from other people. Yeah. So take it how you will. We don't trust other people here. Yeah. Some instruments of torture that were, um... It's gonna be something weird, like freaking Iron Maidens, isn't it? They're, uh... One was called (laughs) the Kicking Jenny. Um, and so I'm gonna describe... They just, (laughs) they brought the little child and she just Yeah. I'm gonna try to explain to you. I can't really envision what this looks like. These are pictures? Um, I... Tried to look it up. Okay. But it was basically, like, it was invented and built in this prison. Oh, that's, you know, that's a bad (laughs) sign. Like, if they couldn't even, like... It wasn't, like, a universal, like, (laughs) form of punishment. It was literally... What the hell? Is this, this it? Yes. What the hell? Okay, so... (laughs) It literally, but that to me looks okay. Okay, hang on. I'll explain this and I'll explain what the picture looks like to me. So, it says it's in the shape of a quarter circle... With the okay. with the highest three or four feet above, with the highest part three or four feet above the platform upon which it is set. Okay. A prisoner will then strip naked. Well, he's wearing his pants. Be so. bent over, <laughs> be bent over the machine, with feet fastened to the floor and their hands stretched over the upper end and tied with ropes attached to small blocks. Okay. The inmate would be beaten close to death or until the man. Doing the whipping would give out. So whichever came first. <laughs> just whoever got more tired. Yeah, basically. So yeah, that to yeah, me, that, that picture literally looks like he just bent over the chair, I guess. Like, I know it's like a little... Well, you can kind of see his little the chains. Yeah. He's obviously still wearing pants. Yeah. Like, they probably did that for a reason. <laughs> they kind of look so like he didn't see anything. Kind of looks like he's wearing zebra pants. Yeah. But we'll post a picture for you guys. It's um, It doesn't look fun. This one has quite a, fine, a fun name, too. So okay. another favorite um, was, sh- it's called Shoe Fly. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An inmate was placed with their feet in stocks, their arms pinned, and their head fastened so that they couldn't move. Um, and then they were just sprayed with a hose in the face. What? Did you, what did you call it? Shoe Fly. Shoe Fly. Okay, yeah. Okay, it just brought up a bunch of flies and shoes, which, like, they kick in, but that's not what I wanted. Um, Look at this little guy. He's living his best life, man. So along with, like, the harsh punishments and, you know, the obvious, like, multiple executions and suicides, and I think they listed, like, 36 homicides that were inmate on inmate. Yeah, because there was also like crammed into a cell. Yeah, there was also like a few riots where people died and whatnot. Just you know, happened. just you know the usual. Just little things like that. Um, but also popular legend contributing to the ghost stuff. Legend or um, no one knows if it's just from the Inquirer. Or? Yes. No. <laughs> so it must be true. Yes. Um, so popular legend is that it was built on Native American burial burial grounds. Why so, do I feel like most of America was ba- built on? Because it's probably true. <laughs> I mean, we did come in and like, <laughs> if it wasn't a burial ground, it was something else that belonged to the Native Americans yes, exactly. that was not ours. Exactly. Okay, so now we get to the ghost stuff. So there are several areas within the prison that are known as hot spots, as okay. you know, normal. So. 
They're said the hotspots are said to be like the shower cages, the chapel. What? Wait, do you explain that, or it just happens to be the I, shower? These are just some. These are just some hotspots. I want to know why the showers. That seems really. Great. That's a very vulnerable. I guess. I feel like people usually die. Because you're all like, you're all in there. Y'all naked in with your backs. <laughs> you all to each other. And that's probably like there's not a lot of places where they're all together, right? <laughs> yes. Or I don't know what prison's like. I don't think they just like the only time you're together is prison or church, or shower or church. I, well, there yeah. was three people to a room. It'd be a lot easier to kill people in your room at night than the shower. Death row. And what? <laughs> Sugar Shack, which is like Wait. a recreational area, okay. <laughs> um, and the North Wagon Gate, which is where inmates were taken to be hung. Oh, that's probably that space. That wasn't a gate. That was a barn. No, it's just—it's a name. It doesn't oh. have actually. What is a barn a gate? Jesus Christ! Well, the Sugar Shack isn't an actual shack. With Are sugar, you sure? Okay? Did you look it up? Yes. If it's just a recreational area, it's where they play basketball and shit, okay? If that was invented, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when basketball was invented. They probably played that with their bocce ball. Baseball's the oldest, right? <laughs> I don't know. Sporting ever? No. No! <laughs> I, of, of basketball and, like, hockey and football. Actually, no. Didn't, didn't like, the Greeks play something similar to basketball? I mean, they're throwing a ball into a hoop. It's not that complicated. Right. I'm sure that's been around since but they're just probably they're like, wasn't, oh, look at this hole. Probably wasn't a bouncing ball. <laughs> like, let's throw this rock into let's this, like, this hole. Okay, that's I don't basically know. basically basketball. I just need to get through this. <laughs> the sugar shack is not actually a shack, so maybe they just don't know how to name I'm things. I'm sorry. If it was built in whatever year without iron, they it was just probably a shack. They don't know how to name things, okay? Clearly. Clearly. And it was just a cute name for an area where I, they played basketball. You call you Shag is a cute Sugar Shag. Yeah. I um. That's so fun. When you played Mash, you were like, "I want to get that Shag." Yeah. Yeah. If it was a Sugar Shag, yeah. <laughs> no one told me it was made of sugar. Yeah. It just sounds dirty. Okay. Shag. Um, actually, I'm assuming their recreational area was literally just like. Dirt. An area with dirt, and <laughs> they could just do whatever they wanted out there. That's why I said they played like, I don't ball. think there was probably a real, any real games. Oh, so now suddenly they there's give, no Billy Shag or no uh, Every prison movie I see, they have basketball. That's all I thought, okay? <laughs> they had to have basketball. I've seen a lot of prison I don't movies. See them playing, I don't see them playing baseball. If the prison doesn't have basketball, is it really a prison? Like, I mean... I am curious when, like, basque, like actual basketball became a thing. <laughs> we should look that up. So, one other area that was known for strange occurrences was the circular entrance gate. Not the barn. Oh. Um, but this was you. This is an actual gate. I saw the pictures. It was used to separate the arriving inmates from the warden's living quarters. Um, but it's said to move on its own. What? Oh, now. I thought you meant back then. I'm like, we that's amazing. Stuff. I know. I was like, that's amazing, though. Like, that had that technology back <laughs> My then. My God. No. Um, if there people have said that it moves on its own um a lot of people in these areas see this this guy's pretty popular known as the shadow man (gasps) so the shadow man has been seen and photographed by many people um the most popular photo was taken by polly gear who is a um she was a paranormal investigator in 2004 i do have the picture okay when she saw him, because she saw him with her own eyes first, oh. um, and she said it just looked like black static that was shaped like a man. And 
I want to say it said something like she shined her light on it. And it was almost like it could tell. Like it knew what was happening. Okay. And, um... I don't want to say she... Before she, like... As she was, like, backing away, she snapped a picture. And, okay, so this is, like, the original picture. Um, For those of you listening, there's, like... You can kind of just see it's, like... She's looking down a hallway. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, like, a brick wall. And then very, very... Kind of looks like a school. At the end of the... Ew! Oh, my God! That's like a horror movie! Yeah, at the end of the hall. Oh, my God! uh, But here, someone brightened it up. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, my God! That's, like, a full-ass person! Yeah, isn't it weird? Yes! Um, so... Oh, my gosh. You guys, it literally is, like, looks like a person. Yes. And ghost hunters had claimed to debunk it. They said an IR camera light was shining behind Polly or another person as the photo was taken. Um, But there was actually a debunk of the debunk. (laughs) A lot of the debunk, debunk. Yeah, that was put forward as ghost hunters had claimed that Polly was like 10 to 40 feet away, but really she was 110 feet away, and therefore it wouldn't cast a shadow. That, and like, if multiple people have caught this thing on camera, it's not like she's the only one ever like, whoa, it's only photo. Yeah, exactly. The debunkers. I mean, I guess I couldn't find any photos like online, but it's said to have. Yeah. Like, they said that people have seen him and whatnot. So, the Sugar Shack, the, recre- the recreational area. The basketball court. Um, and I believe it was, like, actually in the basement Okay. area. So, no dirt. So, no, well, it could still be dirt floor. I guess, but um, it's not what I pictured when I pictured the basketball court. But it said that people will often hear people talking and arguing. Um, they would hear... From here, like, you could hear whispering from different areas of the basement. Ew. Uh, and there's also the like typical, like, cold spots and bizarre noises. Mm-hmm. And actually, the first, like, reporting of the hauntings were by guards in the 1930s. Whoa. Yeah, I they would um, claim to see inmates walking freely, so they would, like, sound the alarms. And, you know... People would come search the area, and there would be no one. That's so cool. Yeah. And one of the most, I think, well, the most popular of the ghosts, and um, this is pretty much all the rest that I have besides all your, like, typical, um, because the rest of it was really just, like, your typical, like, cold spots and noises and things banging and doors closing. There's a ghost here. Um, But this guy was uh, very interesting, so he is the most popular ghost that people see um and his name is william red snyder he is known to be a very violent man um starting with arson in his 20s and escalating over time because of um his criminal behavior was incarcerated at west virginia penitentiary um but he was released on parole in 1967 and ended up killing two people um and let me tell you why he killed some people because I just thought this was an interesting I'm going to guess story. it's not a good reason to kill um, people. Is I it? don't think I could justify it. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> the way you said, ah, made me think that maybe it was like a pretty what? justified reason. You're like, yeah, like, they killed, like, his mom and his sister. I'd be like, okay, like, I don't condone murder, but. So he returns home and he finds out that his 15-year-old sister's in love with the neighbor boy. Okay. And he decides, you know, I kind of want to kill him. Oh, not okay. So he, like, tells his dad and his dad's like, no, <laughs> like, that's not okay. Yeah. And tries to stop him. Okay. 
or he wanted to stop it. A plus parenting right there. We don't uh, have a lot of it. So, naturally. In these stories. While his dad's asleep, shoots him to death. His dad? Yeah. And then, I mean, I guess take out the morality police. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. You know my what? dad's not around now. This so. was a good idea from the start. Yeah. I should have done it. <laughs> so he goes next door, next door, and there are eight children. This... Oh, a big in the family. family. Yeah. Big family. Um, the parents were home at the time, so he takes eight neighbor kids to the backyard and holds them hostage. Um, and in the middle of this, their father comes home. Okay. And he starts wrestling him for the gun, which then goes off. Oh, God. And he kills the dad, too. So both families lost their father wow. because okay. of this guy. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yikes. Pretty wild. Um, Hopefully he went back. Yeah, so he tried to run. But police were already waiting for him. Um, and it ended up, it ended with a bullet to his leg. Ooh. And he was sent back to West Virginia Penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just threw this in there because I just thought it was a really funny fact that they included in the article. Um, again, not sure. Obvi- I mean, I don't know where they got this information, but it was just funny. Uh, so they said that guards, well, one, so he was, like, really respected, but also feared by a lot of people, just because of the reputation he had. murdering man? Yeah, this guy. Um, by his fellow inmates, but also by the guards. And they said that he was remembered, uh, the guards remembered him for his knit hat, chewing tobacco, and his... (laughs) When you said knit hat, I really, like, heard it as knitting. So I'm like, oh... I'm sorry. I... Wait, it gets better though. Oh god. Okay. okay, remembered for his knit hat. His knit hat, yes. Chewing tobacco. Yes. And his love of days of our lives. What an inter- what a fella. What an interesting combo, uh, you know what I mean? He maybe he wanted to be on days when of our lives. When it said knit hat, I automatically started thinking about like Riverdale. Oh god. <laughs> then... Have you ever seen me without this hat? I'm yeah. weird. I'm a weirdo. That was him. Yeah. I quoted him yeah. directly from yeah. Riverdale. Chewing yeah. tobacco in his pocket while he's watching Days of Our Lives. <laughs> God. He wanted to be on Days of Our Lives, so he's like, yeah. maybe if I kill a bunch of people, they'll like put me yeah. on this show. I, I'm so dramatic. <laughs> They're like, no, that's not how that works, dude. Yeah. Um. So some had said that he was one of the ones that helped start the riot in 1986, which had led to three dead inmates. I said, was surprised. Yeah. Um. <laughs> right. So it led to three dead inmates and a heavy lockdown in the North Hall. So in 1992. Guards started to feel, like, more comfortable with letting the inmates walk around. Like... I don't know why that was a thing. I mean, like, prisons now, you... Right, but, like, aren't you, like... What is prison? What is it like? Well, I guess I'm just wondering... I thought, like, you would be, like, kind of watched as you walk to, like, the dining hall. And you'd be watched as you walk... Because the way this sinks to town... They just could, like, walk freely around. I guess it depends on if it's a high-maximum security prison or if it's just, like... A low-level security prison? Because I, I don't think they're, like, following you. Like, okay, McKaylee's on her way. Yeah. Like, I think it's just kind of, like, inmates keep going. I saw this one TikTok. You know, I was on prison TikTok. And oh. they were in, like, it looked like a dorm. Like yeah. it, And I was like, what the hell? Because I thought they were, like, supposed to be, like, iron bars and, like... Honestly, you know what I think of? I thought I pictured it like a dorm, but, like, less enclosed almost. Like, and I feel like a dorm has a lot of privacy. This one literally, like, yeah. even the, the stuff hanging on their door, like, yeah. the, like, furniture they had, I was like, yeah, that's literally like going I, to college. What do you... <laughs> I figured, yeah, that's... Why do people complain? I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't picture it as, like, iron bars. Like, that's jail. That's, like, 
See, then hours. I always just think it's like no, that. yeah, like it's just, I yeah. I think of like the jails in like the uh, or the prisons in the movies, like yeah. the the really like big prisons, yeah, that have like the bars still and stuff. You think of like. Eastern State Penitentiary in this place where it's like, yeah, you know, just like the giant bars, yeah. like everyone or even the fancy people. automatic ones where they like yeah. open. Which but I it's think still... like some of them are more like like that, but I don't like. But I like think... maybe they're the one I saw with. Obviously, if they have phones, I'm That's assuming it's not. Yeah, yeah. maximum security. Probably. But like maximum security, I'm sure it's like a bit more intense. Right. Um. So the guards like they started to feel more comfortable letting them walk around, and his good friend, quote unquote. Um, named Rusty Lassiter. Okay, you can't trust anyone with that name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that before you I know. Um, he walked to Red's cell. Uh, they were kind of, you know, talking and laughing, telling jokes and stuff. Then all of a sudden, Rusty pulled out a sharp metal piece from the jail bed and stabbed Red 15 times. Okay, raise your hand if you're surprised. <laughs> no one? That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was pretty surprising. I, I guess just Rusty Lassiter. I kind of thought you'd yeah. do something shady. That's true. I don't know a lot of Rusties. I do know one Rusty. Um, that's how Old Red died. The guards respected him so much that they actually fought for him to not be buried in the prison cemetery, but in like a local cemetery. Wow. Uh, and actually, he the murdered two people. Citizens in cold actually like. Well, see, I don't know if it was more of, like, a fear thing than it was. I don't know. Okay, I was it like, was, like, a weird... But I read somewhere that it was actually the inmates that, like, pushed for it. But I don't oh. think that would be true. It would, I feel like the guards would have more pull. Because, basically, the citizens were like, no. Yeah. You're not... You're bearing him I mean, in the he murdered cemetery. two people? I'd be like, no. Yeah. And they were like, no. We <laughs> want him here. So, they no. won. The guards won. Oh, my God. And he was buried there, but he didn't get a headstone oh. so he's buried in unmarked Marcus. grave uh actually the first person to encounter his ghost uh her name i didn't see a last name but her name was maggie and she's a tour guide there oh uh, fun fact um i whatever article i was reading which i don't think was super old said that rusty is still alive and he was actually just paroled okay i guess he okay so this was never mind this is from 2014 this one and Maggie was a tour guide at that time. Okay. That's still so, pretty recent. Yeah. And so here, this is why I was thinking Rusty. I'm pretty sure she was the first to encounter his ghost. And doing she was doing her usual walkthrough when okay. she went past Red's former cell. And she heard his distinct voice, which I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know if they Red must have had. Like. They might have had his voice on tape or something. Oh, uh, like when you push the button and it's like. I'm red. Yeah, like, I, don't I don't know, know why that's... Because it said, she heard his distinct voice say, Morning, Mag. Yeah! So when she saw him, she called on Polly, here, that paranormal investigator that got the picture of the shadow man. Oh, she, yeah. She uh, called on her to come investigate, and they actually got an EVP while Maggie was alone in Red's cell, and she was telling him that his killer had been released. So that's why I think it is recent, too, because if oh. she was there... It said now in 2014, yeah. and she's talking about him being released. I would assume it would have happened like close to that. Yeah, and I swear, I can't find the article now because I, I mean, I'd have to go search for it. But it said that he was like still alive, and it was uh, only like a f the article was only a few years old. Yeah, he stabbed someone 15 or 37 times, but he was released. Cool. Sorry, so she was alone in Red Cell and she was telling him that his killer had been released and he, 
And in, when they played it back, you could hear him say that he already knew. Okay. How would you know, mister? Can I'm you read so, the oh, newspaper? I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. Do you have a cell phone? No. no. So, no. likely story. So, you're such a shady Um, uh, But that's pretty much, that's pretty much what that's I got. That's wild. That was, I think the cool, like, the most interesting part was definitely red. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was all pretty interesting. But I love, I honestly love stories about penitentiaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just liked these two because I feel like there was like quite a bit of information yeah. where sometimes it's just like so hard. Yeah. In like, because I, I found one that was literally just a county jail and I was like, oh, yeah. that would be cool because like it's so small. Yeah. And like it was in Indiana. So I was like, oh, cool. Like whatever. And then I started reading about it. I was like, there's literally nothing. What yeah. do they mean? This is haunted. There's like no stories whatsoever. I like. I like the history almost as much as the ghost parts. Like, mm-hmm. it's so fascinating to me. Like, this happened. It's like, and I'm just, and I'm like, just watching Hannah Montana. Like, yeah. It didn't. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating. Yes. Very. I hope you guys found them fascinating. Yeah. Like, we did. Send if, us an email if you did. Yes. Absolutely. Send us an email. Message us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, on our website. You can leave a message from our website. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Check it out. We'd love to hear from you. We, like, love suggestions when people send them to us. They're amazing. Uh, You can email us at instedofsleepingpodcast at gmail.com. Our website is instedofsleepingpodcast.wordpress.com. Our phone numbers are... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Makili's phone number is... (laughs) Wait... Six seven eight triple nine eight two one two. Anyways, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all different. But you can all find them on our website. But yeah, we love to hear from you guys. We hope that you're still listening after this long, long break, and after the sound quality of our haunted Michigan episode. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Weeks. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna go. All right. Bye. Peace. Ooh, mixing it up. (laughs) Love your neighbor.